Good afternoon, everyone. This is Kareem Hijazi, the creator and host of the Introverted Iconoclast. I'm starting uh, an interesting show today around surviving and thriving in an entrepreneurial family. And as you'll see, I have a very important guest joining. It is none other than my wife, Brandy, who knows all about this topic. Um, she's about to come on in right now. Hey, Bran. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> I'm well. <laughs> so what we're going to do here is talk a little bit about all the things that go into decisions around starting a business. If you are the entrepreneurial one and you've got someone else that may or may not want to go that way. Also some areas where, you know, family members, like in my case, my dad was very entrepreneurial. So I kind of got the bug from him. And then lastly, where Brandy and I are going to touch on these things is what this does for how it impacts our kids, what happens when we work together in something that can take us away from kids and, and other parts of our life that are frankly more important than the business in many cases, and they unfortunately get off kilter. So those are the things that we're going to talk about here, uh, at least initially, together a bit. And then uh, Brand's going to hop off and open up the chair for other folks to, to hop on and talk to us a little bit. She'll join me in the other room, and we'll be talking through the same mic. So. I will be, my icon will embody both of us here in a little while. But uh, but before we get started and as people start to trickle in the room, I know we're only up to about five people and there's some really great people running their own talks now that may join here in a little while. Um, first and foremost, and, and Bran's uh, been, I asked her to be uncensored on this. <laughs> so you got to- But she might not like later, but- Oh, it'll be fine. It's recorded for eternity on the internet, Bran. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> But what's interesting is, you know, I've told her a little bit about what I've done on this app, where I found it, and I've been, you know, providing just little tidbits of, of context around starting a business. Um, and very quickly, and kind of just setting the stage for other people that are going to listen to this, what it's like for a spouse, you know, you knew this about me when we dated, that I was an always, I was a very ambitious guy, I had a lot of aspirations. And then maybe a little background for the folks that are rolling in here and then for those who actually listen to this later on, we met while I was still doing that corporate spy work. <laughs> um, wow, you know, what, 22 years? No, 21 years ago, is that yeah. right? Yeah, 21. Yep, and um, she uh, met me, uh, won't go into the, the meeting story, we'll do that in, for another podcast or a talk or something later about, you know, how, how you know, maybe a relationship began, but really funny is uh, she asked me what I did. Well, I asked her what she did, I think first maybe. And then she's like, well, what do you do? And I told her and I didn't quite have my story as crisp as I do now about what I used to do. And she's like, oh, you're a, a spook, huh? Or a sneak. It was a, spot, a sneak. That's what it a was. Yeah. You said a sneak. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm a sneak, whatever that means. And ultimately, I guess I was, uh, her brand of sneak and we, we stuck together through that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I remember because, you know, I used to, she had it, she had a job at the time, uh, that I, um, we, we, I'd drive her out to, this is in Atlanta back in 2001. And, uh, I'd go home and I'd work all day on, on that work and I'd come home. And it's funny because in that, in that period of our lives, you never really asked me much about what I did. You didn't, it wasn't, wasn't important. It wasn't interesting to you. You're like, well, you do what you do. He does this. I, what did you think? Just really quick. What, what was your perception of my job? 
Oh, I don't know. I think that my brother had a more of a time asking you, right? So I listened yeah. through that. So my brother was enamored. Um, <laughs> he's four years younger than me. So he was probably like 16 or 17 at the time. But, yeah. you know, you had all of this equipment in your house, which really showed that you were more of a spy. And so it was a little intimidating, <laughs> right? So I didn't really want to talk about it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to true. know, I guess, anything ugly, right? Just right. kept my, my, um, my perfect visual of you. So, <laughs> well, that's good to know. You learn things on these these conversations. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. No, it's it's interesting because I I bring that up as a as a um, sort of setting the stage for how things have turned out today in our lives, right? Where you're incredibly involved in the business with me, and we've been actively trying to navigate the waters of startup for a while, right? And yeah. it's progressively gotten to where it's gotten. And then we had to scale back. Like that'd be kind of an interesting way to kind of lead the conversation down this road as folks join, you know, jump in here. Um, and for those that are curious about talking to both of us, we are going to hop off just for those that have joined now in a little bit. You guys are welcome to hop in the chair. Brian's going to come in the room with me. So we'll both be together on the same mic. But yeah, so I think what's interesting is you know, and I mean, I'm going to ask very basic questions here, but they're interesting to me as well. Were you, did you like that I was ambitious? Did you like that I was entrepreneurial or was it, did it not matter as much? Did, I mean, it, no, I absolutely, I think, you know, there's a, for a woman, it's, um, it's, there's a sex appeal there, right? Where you're, mm -hmm. um, you're, you're not a, you know, a bum on, on someone's couch, couch surfing, right. Or anything right. like that. So, you know, of course, I, I loved that. Now, I had no idea, <laughs> I mean, how <laughs> far that went, right? Yeah. Um, so, I, but would I change a thing? No, absolutely not. Awesome. Well, that, thank you. That's good to hear. Um, and then, you know, you were there at that pivotal moment when I made that. You Well, you were there. There's, it's interesting. So just for those that are curious, um, I wish I was with Brand for the last 21 years. We... We did take a break. Um, we broke up uh, after we met, about a year after we met, and then uh, we went off on our separate ways for a while and then reunited um, eight years later and then have been together ever since. Multiple kids later and a variety of other ex incredible experiences that we'll talk about. But it was a pretty interesting ride, right? Because she was someone that was in my life for a period of time uh, in, that, in that capacity. I was, a very, I was a specific type of person with a very specific drive I've told some of you guys on talks here already that you knew that I, I, I had a very specific financial pursuit and validation pursuit with my career um, up to Unveilance, which is the company that uh, started when Brandy and I re-met. Re and then that's the one that I sold for a pretty substantial windfall. And uh, we, had, we were in for a really phenomenal roller coaster, which we'll share with you guys a little bit ever since, uh, all the way up to now. So... But I was a very different person when we remet, um, and now and now, if I were to break this into three part series, I was the guy that she met that was doing all this crazy, wild, glamorous, jet set spy life. Then she met me again when I was this security professional that still had you know delusions of grandeur and wanted to you know win on all accounts, and I had dad issues like every guy, <laughs> well, everyone does, not just mm -hmm. guys, um, and I had those meet or beat his expectations of me. And that, that seemed in, impossible. Um, that was a source of a lot of fights with Brandon and I. I mean, unbelievable stories there. And then today, I can safely say, and I think I think she's starting to believe me on this, I'm not as desperately <laughs> trying to go 
go get the money. It's not the money anymore. It's the lifestyle. It's the value of life as a whole. It's the kids. It's the time. It's the quality of life, not the quantity of your accretive or, you know, what you're collecting into your, into your sort of orbit. That's not. In, well, I think anymore. once you have the money and you realize that you're not happy because of the money, I think that's right. kind of where it starts to shift. Right. So, right. I, know, I do believe that. Yeah. Cause I can say in, in honest, full honesty. And I think, you know, let me know what you think. I don't know that we were any happier when we had had that windfall. It, there was momentary like, Oh my gosh. Right. You remember when the bank account numbers changed in front of us? Yeah. That was insane. That there's no, yeah. I can never say that that was bad, but almost, almost momentarily after that. And I've told the story about the dinner that you hosted after for the celebration. And I, Sad yeah, that you weren't happy yet. Yeah. No, I wasn't happy because I was worried that the money was going to deplete out of the account. And that number that I was so enamored by would change and it would go. I, I feel terrible saying this to the group on this call, but I, I, I changed. I was freaking out about what I felt like I had to protect. And um, yeah. it was not a good place. Um, so, yeah, it's a very interesting situation. But the other thing that I think would be interesting to share is that and would you agree that when a, a partner is entrepreneurial like I am, by the way, don't let Brandon kid you. She is too. It's just a different, <laughs> it comes out in a different fashion than it does with me. You get, you have to make the decision to sort of go with that roller coaster ride. How do you make that call? And like, did you even know you were making the call when we got together? Did you make a conscious decision that this guy is going to be driven and ambitious? I like it and I'm going to go with whatever he says, or did you find yourself on the roller coaster ride unbeknownst to you? Um, you know, I have to think back. I, I, I don't think it mattered what you did right at mm -hmm. the point when I finally decided like you were the one, I mean, it didn't matter. Um, mm -hmm. so my heart drove me in that way, but I always knew you were, um, you were really like strong headed and did what you wanted to do. And you were going to not let anything or anyone tell you that you couldn't, which is <laughs> like I said before, it's a, it's a, it's a good, healthy, sexy thing. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know if that was really a, uh, uh Oh, brand dropped. Uh, there she is. Maybe just been a little connection error. So she's coming back on guys. Um, three, two, one, she was in the middle of saying, you know, I was asking her if she was on for it. Sorry, Brandy, you dropped there for a second. Yeah, sorry, it cut me off. Um, so yeah, I don't think that it was a conscious decision, uh, just like right. that. Um, but definitely, I, I kind of feel like just kind of dragged into it all. To be honest, <laughs> all <right>. yeah, <laughs> if no, I'm I mean, honest, I, right? Yeah. But I think your drive inspires my drive. So, you know, do I like all of the things that you ventured out into? Um, not necessarily, but I, I think the one thing that nobody tells you is that like once that entrepreneur is done with that that certain thing that they picked, like the spouse is the one left holding the bag and, and you know, having to keep up with it. So um, there's that too, which is yeah. a, a little a little um, concerning at times, right? And where, you know, like you said earlier, we have three kids and sometimes it just gets a little bit out of control where I have to prioritize things and kids have been forgotten about and you know that's sad and i'll have to like snap out of that reality or you know think of like well okay is this 
what I really wanted or is this what he wanted and he yeah. no longer wants it anymore and, and I'm still here trying to keep it together. Like what what yeah. are we doing here? So yeah, there's right. a little there's a little bit of that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I've shared here on, on this before and, and uh, I, I named this title surviving and thriving because those are two different things. Right. And I think I say surviving because there are moments where you don't know if you're going to survive, you know, as a couple well, being attacked by anonymous was not one that I really signed up for. <laughs> no. I didn't plan it, Brand. That was uh, yeah, circumstantial. For those that don't know, we did have a drop down drag out battle with a a hacker group back in 2011 that got pretty wide publicity and media, but it really, really did take a, a toll on our lives. We were, uh, we had yeah, to move, um, you know, literally physically move out of our house because it was being targeted. Um, and they were these hackers, which I'm not particularly scared of guys behind a keyboard per se, but what really bothered me was that they had um, used their influence to uh, get people with far more aggressive kinetic uh, means against us. And this was during the Arab Spring, and they claimed that I was working on behalf of the US government to overthrow or undermine the Libyan government. And so I had a bunch mm -hmm. of uh, serious hate mail coming from some Libyan separatists that wanted to come and see me uh, in multiple pieces on the floor. And so that really put a very, very scary shadow across our life. Uh, it wasn't just a matter of uh, disgrace or doxing or whatever by hackers that that's bad enough. But when you start when I have to tell Brandy, I'm like, look, we're about to go beef up our arsenal even more than it already was. And here's the reasons for it. Uh, you know, it, it was a tough conversation. Um, and we had just had our our daughter at the time. She was just months old. So you add yeah. that stress to it. And uh, it was a, it was a weird period. So, yeah, thank you for bringing that up, because that was an era where the word surviving is uh, literal and literal and figurative, I think. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, we definitely maybe I have a podcast episode on the introverted iconoclast where I talk about that. It's called um, when lulsec attacks. It's one of my career path episodes and you guys can go listen to that. And the excerpts from CNN are on there and all kinds of craziness, um, which is pretty, pretty interesting. But um, yeah, and it, it's, it's interesting because I know that we just led this conversation with Brand knew what I did in the old days, but she never saw it. You know, to her point, she kind of just knew I did it. She didn't hear me on the phone call. She didn't see me interfacing with some of those folks. And it was only when that happened that it was more, I think, would you say that that's when it got to be real? Like, wait a second, this is not just, I don't know, I'll let you talk. What, what was your perception of that situation? Of which? The LulzSec like, attack. Is it, you know, uh, building a company? I mean, for cybersecurity. that was, yeah, that, that, it was scary, I'll be honest. It's, um, you know, it wasn't just uh, hate mail. It was, you know, they were calling you know, using your aunt's phone number or, you know, trying to rickroll you. And I mean, it was just some of it was like just bizarre. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's true. yeah, having to move was was probably, you know, the worst that, you know, came out of it. Right. Yeah, but agreed. definitely um, when you have to get the FBI involved and, and all those kinds of things, it was, you know, I don't know how in depth we want to go here but yeah it was sure. it was pretty scary yeah no i agree it was um and you know there, there there's the other side of it which is all that we worked for looked like it was on the line it looked like that oh, you know sure. that that how our livelihood was at risk you know the company um was being you know sort of smirched in the in the in the world you know these guys were jockeying twitter like crazy saying they had hacked us they didn't actually hack us they had just threatened us and tried to extort us for things. And finally, 
the good news is that because of what we do, we were able to record and hunt them down. So we actually found them and uh, were the only group because they were attacking Sony and the CIA at the time as well. And we were the only group to uh, essentially find them and hand them over to law enforcement. And that finally came out into the public you know, space. So they're a lot of what they were touting is what they were able to do was debunked. And it showed that we actually were in the position of strength and it got us in a, in a luxurious position and we got our company sold, which was spectacular. So it, the ending is a good, is a good ending. Uh, at least that period of our lives was a phenomenal ending, but it was, it was precarious. Yeah. So going through hell had its good ending. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'll um, never forget talking to the FBI for the first time and you went through everything that had just happened. And then they were like, so you have a botnet problem? Like they didn't yeah. even know what it was. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was like, if, and, and, you know, this is the funny part about this is that what we do or what still, even in today's world, you know, you see on the headline news about ransomware attacks and nation state hackers and potential Russian influence and Chinese and Iranian influence coming in, you know, and no one really knows what that truly is, you know, in, it's, mm -hmm. it's still this kind of dark shadowy world that people don't fully, fully grasp. So, um, but yeah, I think moving to the thriving part of this, um, I, in my early talks and brand hasn't yet heard a lot of my pre, uh, recorded, uh, wisdom chats yet. We just reunited after a while apart here from, uh, working. I was on one side of the world and she was on the other with the kids and finally just got back uh, in touch yesterday. So I've been telling her about this. Yeah. I was like, yeah, go listen to <laughs> this one. I did. Yeah. Back in touch. Uh, but what's funny is that, um, I was sharing how, um, the, this, this like share, because we were hidden off social media during that period. That's I'm just segueing from that, that era. Cause I forewent all social media. You did too. We yeah. kind of went dark and yeah. coming out with the podcast to, to kind of kick off that. And then also to promote the new company I had to get into, I was doing media engagements and it was a really precarious thing. And this is really in front of the purpose of Brandy's debut into something more social media oriented of substance. So it's been an interesting ride getting right. It. it took me a minute to even try to or want to get on this. Right. So it's like I've been <laughs> I feel like I've been in hiding for since then. And yeah. now trying to come out, it's a little it's a little um, intimidating. Yeah. yeah. And I think so. but but what's interesting is our story, you know, and, and I've been sharing it as a single voice at the, to this point has been compelling to folks, not just because of the, the glamour of the and, the and the sort of, you know, the movie like quality of our, of the, of the business or the career path. It's also just the success of the family and what we've been able to do as a couple with kids, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that makes that adds dimensionality to it. And it gives people maybe, you know, hope that look, you know, just because you have a family doesn't make your life boring. Uh, and just because you're no, definitely up, not, there's nothing right? boring about it. <laughs> no, and you can have the glamour, you know, you can be the Incredibles family too, you know, a little bit. And, you know, the, my kids love that, that yeah. movie. Um, and I think it's worth it because some, sometimes people tend to get into this mode where, well, pack it in. I'm married with kids and, you know, I'm, I've got the dad bod and it's all over. And, and uh, that can, that's not right, you know. And I think you would agree that we've maintained ourselves and continue to maintain ourselves even when there's dark periods where, you know, we can keep, escalating and becoming the better versions of ourselves as we go forward. I mean, you're even more 
I think I think we're more excited about life going forward now than we ever have been. There's so much more opportunity and potential that we feel there is now than even before. I'm speaking for myself, but would you agree? No, yeah, I would. I think that, you know, everything that we've been through are, are life lessons, right? They're, they're just making you that much better and stronger. So even though some things are hard and tough, I think that there's still a lot of, you know, things that we've learned and what not to do and what to do and how to treat each other and others and how to yeah. um, make sure our kids are happy and healthy. And yeah, yeah knowing, um, you know, what to do going forward is kind of how we've like what we've learned in the past not to do. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. I wanted to share also that uh, on the thriving piece here, uh, I've shared broadly with some folks that have heard me talk before, but for those that are new, we actually homeschool our kids. Um, we, we chose that path yeah. well before the COVID mess or the lockdowns because we didn't like the way the education system was moving them. Uh, oh, she dropped again. We had her right back in. She didn't, we didn't, we, and this is something that's really important because this is actually similar to this entrepreneurial nature. Uh, hey, Brian, you back? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. And we didn't like that there was this lack of life education uh, in, in the conventional systems. I don't care if you're talking about public or private. We wanted to teach them the way we saw life and let them blossom in the way that they they would. Right? We still talk about it today. We had a conversation before we actually got on on wisdom just a little bit ago about we have a 16 year old and then a um, uh, 11 and seven, and so we've got you know them spaced just perfectly to torture us the rest of our lives. <laughs> um, but they each are going through their own kind of challenge in their own way, and you know it's funny because it's a grass is greener problem for them in a lot of ways. I, they see my life and what I do for a living and I'm always either on in front of a computer or on a phone call or on some sort of TV, you know, engagement for the news when it's tied to some sort of cyber situation or political flap or whatever. And, you know, it's normal for them and their friends are like, Oh my God, you know, they, they literally, you know, are blown away. And, you know, our, our one of our oldest sons is like, yeah, yeah, his dad. And like, Dad's on again. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because, you know, there he's just starting to actually kind of uh, get curious. You were telling me the other day that he asked you, yeah. like, tell me more about what dad does. What yeah. Was that? Yeah. yeah. He was like, so what does dad really do? And I'm like, what, what do you mean? You're he's like, you live in the same house with us. What do you mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, we do. Um, well, we homeschooled a younger two. Jordan still wants to go to school because he wants he plays football and he wants to still be with his friends and um but we have um homeschooled the younger ones um you know this entire time which i think it for me it's just wanting to foster what they want to do right not trying yeah. to push an agenda or you know like judy does not like math and you know you don't need calculus your entire life unless you're going to you know have something in that field and jonathan doesn't like reading i mean you do need these <laughs> things right so they are learning these things but you know i think that some of the stuff in the school system is just um unnecessary and not really what i want them to be taught so that's yeah. uh it, it, you know and it comes with it's good and it's bad like he, jordan's kind of makes fun of the younger two for not having as many friends as he does well he, right. they're also 10 and 7 right and they don't play sports like he does and jordan honestly he didn't have any friends until I pushed him into football. I had to actually push him into it. So, um, exactly. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's you know, the good and the bad with it, with everything. 
Right. And, you know, it's funny because you were talking about um, he was telling you a story uh, about a friend of his. We'll leave it at that. We don't want to embarrass him if he ever hears this, you know, um, lady <laughs> friend. Right. But the point yeah. is, he was saying that, you know, she didn't know about this. And you're like, Jordan, you've been internationally flitting around the world with us. And you know what these things are that other people necessarily haven't been exposed to. And he, he takes that for granted a little bit. And I think it's just dawning on him that he's had quite an, an elaborate experience so far. And that's right. the benefit of this kind of lifestyle. Right. The fact that we can kind of go wherever we need to or want to go. And I can still continue to do what I do. And mm -hmm. I'm not limited to a location. And by the way, entrepreneurial doesn't mean that, oh, you know, it, not all jobs allow you that facility. Some do, some don't. But I think it, it has shaped us heavily, the ability to be as fluid in terms of our movement and locations uh, whenever and however we kind of want, which is a massive luxury. Um, you know, and I think we're a little spoiled around around that, right? It would be incredibly difficult for us to maybe, or I'll speak for myself, to go into some sort of stabilized job where I had to be in one location because I think we've just gotten so used to this ability to go let the, so if we want to teach them about art in Italy, and maybe we're speaking a little bit pre-pandemic, but let's just go to Florence and let the kids see the art for themselves rather than letting them right. see the book, right? Yeah, see the pyramids, right? Instead of actually reading about them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the benefit of that. And I know that we got a little bit on a, a tangent from entrepreneurial work related things, but it's tied together. And uh, if you were to give like, you know, for folks that uh, and Brad, I'm sorry, it's set to the 10 minute time. That's why I keep dropping. So I keep adding you up next time. I'll have to pop this on for, for an hour, but uh, I'll add you if you drop off here. Um, All right. I, I'm used to the feeling. It's OK. Oh, boy. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> like I good. said, uncensored. It begins now. Um, but. Would you, Dropped like, every 10 minutes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I got a call. I got to go. Yeah. Um, if you were to give someone advice, you know, let's say from your position, maybe the earlier position, the, the brandy with Kareem back when I was super driven to kind of get a business going, you weren't as actively involved in it as you've been with more, the more recent ones. What advice would you give uh, a, a person? I'm not going to say a woman or a man because it could be both directions in this case. Oh, man. I mean, I think it's it's quite simple. It's like if you love that person, you'll follow their what they're driven to do and what they want to do. Right. It's the same with kids or, you know, whatever. I think that I, within reasonable terms. Right. If mm -hmm. it's something that you can find it in your heart to love as well. And if you love that person, then you support them 100 percent no matter what. I yeah. will are there things that like you have done, like, you know, it, considering the work that you've done. And then after you sold the first company, of course you wanted a private Island. And I was like, well, <laughs> um, not so much. I don't really want yeah. that. Um, so we settled on Maui. Right. And you know, right. well, I settled. That's a, yeah, I'm kind of, kind of saying it like that because he wanted a place that was far out and it was totally off the grid. And so I was like, no, I think we need running water. Um, you know, so yeah, within reason, but you know, some of the loves that, you know, your, your family or, you know, that person that you love wants to do can, can really like be the best part of things. Even sometimes whenever you're left holding that bag, right? Like I didn't think I was going to be a farmer, um, you know, having to keep <laughs> up the Maui property that's untamed. Right. So, right. you know, there's things like that, but I think just going with the flow, right? Going with that energy and not fighting it is probably the best, the best answer. Um, because if you go against just what's naturally driving someone, I think that's where you'll clash. Yeah, I agree with you. 
and it doesn't and it's not it's obvious to us now a little bit but i don't know that it was in the very beginning oh no we clashed a lot but yeah that's what i'm saying like you kind of learn through these 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 trials right yeah. there's there's a lot of clashing and, and getting to know someone so um you know cream said when we met again so this is so when we met again I like immediately moved in with him and it was kind of like we had to get to know each other while dating, while living together, while he was, you know, being um, so, you know, focused on one thing. So there was a, there was a lot of clashing because we didn't take that time during a dating period to really get to know each other. But um, so that was, I think, a lot of the clashing in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this is the whole funny thing that you might come out a winner with the business, but then you've lost your spouse and your family to, to a degree, right? That happens with a lot of folks. You hear a lot of the stories you hear about some of these uber, uber successful entrepreneurs like Elon Musk's of the world and, um, you know, even Bezos now and Bill Gates. I don't care whether you like them or not. It's kind of beside the point, but they have a massive, you know, trail of tears behind them with people. Yeah, there's just, a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. I'll tell you, like during, the pandemic, right? We dove into work so hardcore. And again, you know, we homeschool our kids. And so Jordan still went to school, but the two younger ones had to stay with us. And we had to go on a, we went on a flipped schedule where the kids stayed up all night and um, Cream and I got up for work and worked all day. And then when they got up, it was, you know, dinner for us, but breakfast for them. And mind you, these are young kids. And I'll never forget my baby telling me, I feel like I don't have parents anymore. Yeah, that was and that was like a, a heart. I mean, a knife through the heart, like, whoa, what am I doing? What are we yeah. doing here? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's issues that come up with being, you know, as driven and focused as possible. And you do like find yourself forgetting of forgetting what's really important. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it doesn't come without its sacrifice for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of people have this over glamorized sense of what life is like here um you got about 50 seconds and if it drops i'll pull you back on i have my 10 but minute I, timer uh, <laughs> you know what, what's it I, if i could change it while we're on i would but i can't um but um future request daryl if you're on and listening we need to make sure we can change timers uh, in in session but i will say that um you know you've seen this with our families um meaning our extended families that they see our lives as absolutely spectacular and jet set and, and it, they are it is but then they don't see all the hard parts like for example and I'll, I'll set the stage for you so when you come back you can answer to this this whole thing of the fights that we had incessantly far less now than before because of the way i've changed as far as my focus yeah, it was energy. definitely you that needed to change for sure absolutely <laughs> all the gentlemen on this call listen to what i'm saying right now happy wife happy wife <laughs> agree <laughs> so I'll bring you on here in a second. Uh, but what I was going to say is you can still hear me, uh, Bran, while I'm talking, is that I don't know how many dinners that either I'd be late to or I'd miss. And then when I would show up, I'd my head would still be in work mode and you'd be, you'd be like, you're not here. And I'm like, yeah, I'm right here. And you're like, no, you're not, you're not here. And that was, the, that was the source of the argument. And the thing is that you get why now. You can, co you can cognitively understand why I wasn't there mentally doesn't mean you liked it and it was a massive strain on the relationship and, yeah uh, I, I became the same with in during the pandemic too to my kids and yes. yeah i totally agree you know it would really make me angry when he would wake up in the morning and the first thing he would do is look at his phone right 
they would be like, what the hell, you know, but (laughs) you know, I understand because it's just, it's so consuming when you're focused on something and you want something, you know, to happen so bad that it's, it's, it just completely consumes you. But yeah, there's definitely a lot of like broken heart and tears and, you know, and, and it comes throughout the whole family. Like you, you miss things. Now, luckily you never missed like a birthday or you never missed anything major. Right. It was just that like where he's caught, you know, consciously somewhere else. Yeah. Right. He's always thinking about what his next move is going to be and what he's going to do um, with work. So he's definitely relaxed. You have definitely relaxed on that in, yeah. the, in the last little while. Well, and it's interesting because, you know, um, I think Ryan's listening, who I just spoke with for a second. And, you know, Ryan is is a fantastic fellow who helps men sort themselves out a bit. We'll just keep it broadly out there and I'll leave Ryan to do his proper, uh, you know, conveyance of what he does. But I'm going to work with him on this because I think that building a really good archetype for where you are in your life, because I couldn't be the way I am now back when we met in version 1.0 of Brandon Kareem, right? No way. There was no way I was ready to forego these like aspirational ideas about wealth and, you know, things, you know, and then even even during the the company that we sold in 2010, the version 2.0, if you will, I I still wasn't ready for it. And even after we sold the company, you know, you remember, I went right back into building a startup. In fact, Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. What what's interesting, and I'll, I'll we'll probably do one if you're up for it, Brand. We'll do one more session with you here in the seat, and then I'll drop you off and come sit and talk with me in person on the same mic, and we can let people jump in and and, and join sure. the conversation. Um, I think what's what's fascinating is that I we <laughs> we sold the company. Um, we had this windfall. We had you know this this money that we had to diversify and distribute into a variety of investments. This is as entrepreneurial as building a company. I will say that how you spend your winnings is as important as winning them. It's yeah. such a key thing. And I don't know that I've gotten that right yet. Right. There's a lot of things I'm learning and what I've learned, you know, if there's another windfall ahead, well then we need to rethink how we do it. But we had this like, you know, uh, cue of, investment banker after investment banker that would show up and we'd call them, you know, they weren't like <laughs> door to door, but they, you know, we'd get them to come to the house, we'd sit with them mm-hmm. and they'd yeah. tell us these, these, you know, these strategies that they would do with the money and they would do this and they would do that. And I'd, I'd kind of sit and I'd listen and we'd, we'd be like, Oh, interesting. What's the rate of return on this? And they'd be, you know, they'd, they'd proudly say like, yes, it's a whopping four or five or 10 or percent. And I'd be like, that means X amount of money. And I'd be like, and they'd be like, yes. And I'd be like, but you see, you do know that I worked on a company for two and a half years and sold it for that. And they're like, oh yeah, well, you know, you're never going to have those returns. And it's funny because I got contorted in my mind. I'm going to speak for myself here that why would I possibly go to a more conservative return when I could probably do this again mm-hmm. and, and get, you know, lightning in a bottle again. I didn't call it that then I called it just let's do another startup that works again, which is a ridiculous statement. Um, mm-hmm. but I couldn't get comfy <laughs> with the idea of giving, you know, get, going into a, like this more conventional method of, of wealth creation, which now I've learned the lesson around that. Um, and yeah, and I went right back into that mode because every single one's like, well, if you're expecting that level of return, you're not going to get it unless you do what you did again. They said that in so many words mm-hmm. and I did it. I tried it again and it failed miserably, mm-hmm. like tons of, of money lost. And yeah, yeah so there, that, that's for several, several other conversations that we'll have, I think, uh, you know, going forward. 
Um, but that's an interesting thing because there's a, you know, I'm going to use this word very carefully because it means a lot of things to a lot of different people, but there's a very, I'll use this word a little better. It's an intoxicating effect building a company that succeeds because yeah. then you are constantly chasing that high again. You want that same high. And in fact, for me and Brian, I'd love your perspective because you've had an, an independently wild and incredibly interesting life pre you and I. Like we only accelerate each other, but before me, and maybe that's for you to have your own talks on if you're interested, but uh, I'm trying to coax Brand into this, this platform because <laughs> she is an independent oh, resource. So you're like dragging me. But oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Hence the, to yeah, the topic. Yeah. So, um, because I think you'd, I think you'd be a wealth of knowledge for the other side of the conversation, whatever that might be. So you're getting a lot of applause, Brand. I think people want you to be on here to do this. So that's good. Um, oh, thank you. But uh, it's interesting because I, I jumped right back into, <laughs> thanks guys, I jumped right back into uh, startup mode. And I think you were like, oh no, here we go again. And in fact, yeah, didn't you yeah. just say like right before we sold this one, you would never do this again. And here we are, <laughs> like not yeah. even minutes later. I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. Yeah. Yeah, I did. But the paranoia about the fact that it would reduce down to nothing. And then what, then what, you know, this idea and too fixated on the future and not the present. And now mm -hmm. I'm much more present, uh, yeah. is, is the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't want to say that I was always present, but again, it's kind of those things where I'm like, wait, 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 I, I, I totally felt everything that we just went through. We're really doing that again. <laughs> but I think the most I can probably compare it to is, is women having a baby. Um, mm, that's a good one, yeah. It is a really tough period, right? It's a tough period, your body transitions, everything is going through the gamut, and then you have to have labor, and, and right? And that's not easy. And then bouncing back after, your body's just like completely twisted this way and that way. But then when you have that baby in your hands, like you completely forget everything that you went through. And then you do it again, right? So I think mm -hmm. that for, you know, if I, if I compare it to like what he would tell me, it's, it's along those lines. And it's I don't really, honestly, I don't think it's the money. I think it's the satisfaction and, and what it does for you and your family, right? It's not all about the money. I think it's just about, it's the tool that gives you so much more. Right. right. Exactly. And you know, it's, it's interesting. So Brand's telling me that I have pregnancy brain essentially hundred percent <laughs> correct. I do forget what the, you know, and I was telling someone this the other day that um, I time compress the stories about what happened into the podcast. And uh, it's fascinating because it sounds glamorous. It sounds exciting. But, you know, when you it wasn't time compressed like that, it wasn't packed into a two and a half hour movie, which is rip roaring and exciting. Looking back on it, the way we share the stories, it was. And it, and it was Re reflecting back. It, it is very we look at, the, at these stories and we know that we're going to be an old happy couple going, well, we certainly weren't boring, were we? <laughs> you know, um, you know, and again, it's I, so I, funny because I think our kids want to be super boring because they're never like really that bored with us. And yeah. I think that, you know, we, we yeah. kind of joke because our kids are like, oh no, what are, what is dad and mom going to do now? Yeah. Right? Exactly Where are we it. going now? Right. Yeah. It's pretty funny because, you know, their friends are absolutely enamored by their lives and they're like, we just want to stay home and do the basic and uh, poor kids <laughs> because they, they do deserve to have that more, um, you know, it, it's what it's what I, we, neither of us had consistency, right? Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, and that's that's the thing that's interesting. So I think they'll be better for it. I think that we're having to grapple with the fact that are we cheating them out of a normal, quote unquote, normal childhood? I, that's yet another talk or tangent we should probably have, which is what really defines a normal childhood because, well, you know, you're, normal. Yeah. what's normal, right? Especially now, right? This right. is the thing. And, you know, are we, everyone's using this, you know, sort of cliche of what's the new normal. And I think what we've started to formulate in our minds about our lifestyle we're not the wealthiest. We're not the poorest. We're not the you know best looking. We're not the ugliest. We're we're all across. We're very much this perfect mixture of what we feel is like. Hey, look, this is a pretty darn good archetype to share with others. We're at a place in our lives where I think sharing the the experiences, they're holistic and and fleshed out enough to share a good complete story for people to take and learn from. Doesn't mean you copy it because you can't, but you can certainly take some some good viewpoints that we've had and lessons that we've learned. Um, Brian, we have a, a, a fellow, oh, it's Ryan, perfect, that wants to hop up. Do you feel like um, jumping off here in a little bit in about 30 seconds? Sounds good. Yeah, you're about to drop me. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, excellent. So you feel free to drop out and come over and join me on this mic, and we can have some people come sit in the chair and talk to us a little bit. Sounds good. I'll do that. Perfect. So I hope you guys are enjoying this so far. It's uh, It's been fun because this is something that I was keen on doing uh, from pretty much the second day I got on the app. And I thought this is going to be quite the, uh, the experience to have us start, uh, kick this off with how it, how it feels to be part of the, uh, the business, right. And, and getting in it with the family and, you know, letting people know the goods and the bads and, and how kids take it. You know, we haven't gotten their viewpoint. We're actually going to have them contribute, not on this call, but on another one. So anyway, I know we got some folks waiting and uh, awesome. So Dr. Rao, awesome to see you join Ryan. I'm going to pull you on and, uh, get this going. Um, but, um, here we go Two, one and Ryan, you are live. What's up, brother? <laughs> I was cooking. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I was cooking. Don't even know. It's not what you, what you and Brandy will be eating. No doubt. Um, it'd be probably, it'd probably something far more, far more luxurious than what I'm having. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was really interesting to hear sort of the um the dynamics of the u2 and the um there's a lot of subtext i'm loving the subtext of, <laughs> um yeah there's lots of it like you know um and I, all i can say is well done to both of you thank you for thank you. for being able to supersede all of that and have a have a wonderful ending i guess you know as i'd say because uh, you know i've known lots of people who been in relationships, whether, you know, married or, or in, in any kind of relationship and, and being an entrepreneur, it really, it really causes a lot of challenges. Yes, you're hundred percent right. Massive challenges. I've lost friends through entrepreneurship. I've, you know, I've, you know, I, I you know, it was in a relationship and it, it just wasn't working. Yeah. Um, and you know, you just have to, and I think it's just incredible to hear both the, the, the challenges and also the successes. So you have shared a lot. And that's what I'm really keen to hear is, is, is some of those challenges in terms of, you know, the losses and, and how you how you manage emotionally, right. you know, that's interesting to hear. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's, it's interesting you brought this up and it's an, I think it's an important thing to note here. Um, I'm becoming more keenly aware of the fact that, um, I'm just at the beginning in some ways of this new journey. Really? This yeah. Yeah. Um, because, because really what's fascinating about it is that I was no kidding. I was, uh, this is, um, 
not that long ago, I was sitting in Maui and I was looking out over this insane vista. The, the view of the property is absolutely spectacular. Wow. And looking around and I'm like, oh, that's it. That's it. This is what people, this is what people consider well, done. Yeah. Right. And, and it is, but, but then it was like, but this is really just where I start to go back out into the journey of going to the experiences <laughs> that I want. That this is now where right. I get to enjoy the, I get to savor it. Right. It's not right. like splitting through an airport where you wish you could go and enjoy a local coffee or some food. you're flying so fast through life. You miss a lot of it in the process of mm -hmm. building that by the time yep. you're ready to enjoy it, you're too old. And that was a big deal that Brandy and I really zeroed mm -hmm. in on, which is that we refuse to get too old to enjoy. I don't care where we That's are. We stop. Yeah. That yeah. is me right there. That is me right there. I, you know, my best friend, Kimberly, Norway, I've told her about this app, so she's probably going to get the app and then we'll all be on, on conversation. Um, but definitely, I don't feel my age and I don't, right. I just don't, I don't. I'm in my hoodie right now and I, you know, nice. shorts, <laughs> you know, I just yeah. really don't, I don't know what this all this age business is. Like, you know, when you get to a certain point, you just need to kind of roll over and forget about everything. Yes, exactly. I don't, I'm not like that at all. I'm, I'm God, I can't, I, you know, what I don't, the only thing that makes me feel a little bit sort of older is because of these sort of TikTokers and all that. And oh, yes. you know, <laughs> I just can't get to grips with this TikToking. And I, I really don't want to be dancing about my kitchen. And I don't want to be dancing around yeah. my garden. And I really yeah. don't want to be dancing in the, in the bathroom either. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, I, I have not been lured into that yet, thankfully. But no, my daughter, my Brandon, daughter has. you do that? My daughter has squarely wrangled Brandy. Oh my goodness, yes. And I'm like, no, I'm not even dressed or ready. And she's like, it does that, that doesn't matter. I'm like, yes, it does. <laughs> and then you have to learn the dance. And I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh. It sounds, it sounds horrendous. <laughs> yes. It sounds horrendous. And Brandy, you are, you sound so cool. And you're very, very cool. Thank and, you. And I just, I love the subtext. Obviously you couldn't say everything, but I read what you were saying. I was listening very keenly. And I was going, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, consider this, the, consider this the teaser trailer for probably several episodes, some of which that will co- It's co going to be a hit. And, uh, yes, It'll yes, but, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and I think Brandy, you know, and again, this is me trying oh. to, you know, slowly convince and, and, and coax her, but I think she's game. She'd be such an inspiration for the part yes. that is, that is, like, kind of- yes. You know, getting the tiger by the tail and then eventually yes. becoming as much part of it as 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 it started, right? And I think that's the yeah. cool part of that conversation. Yeah, yours would be the censored version. Hers will be the real thing. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> very very true. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get, I get, I, well, Brandy, you need to have your own thing, do your own thing, and be brilliant. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll get there. I'm you know it's the past ten years of watching Kareem do everything and him being mm, so light. So yeah. pulling me into it, I'm kind of like, whoa, wait a second, let's do this slowly. Yeah, you're a natural. <laughs> <laughs> What's fascinating is Brandy actually has more of the background from a media exposure from pre pre us meeting. That's why I met. She's got it. You can tell. Thing. You yeah. can tell. It comes across. Exactly. Yeah, chill, you know that from your BBC like, training. I know what's going on here? Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Am I wrong, yeah. yeah. Well, again, it's just a, a bit of getting used to, right? So I, I did host a television show, but it, awesome. I was back in my um, late teens, early twenties, and so yeah. you know, getting. I, I'm now, you know, in my forties, so that was a long time ago. But mm. yeah, it's 
you know, I, I'm not the kind that sits there and talks to people. It's usually Kareem. So everybody yeah. watches Kareem talk. Um, yeah. So <laughs> for yeah. me to talk, it's not it's not usually the case. But uh, I think I'll get we're, used to it. We're changing the dynamic as we table speak. The table so, is now turning. Yes, yeah. sir. Exactly right. Well, and, and in the perspective, you, you brought up an excellent point, Ryan, is that that perspective is incredibly important because there's a counterbalance to some of the stuff I've talked about to date on yeah. on this and other other platforms because there's this what well, you know i did this this and then if you do this think about that like what i was telling joshua the other day about <laughs> patents and and trademarks and things like that well there's yes. a balance which is that those lawyer calls took me away from dinner that absolutely oh. destroyed the next few days of my personal life there's wow. that and brandy has those that knowledge and that history wow. of and managing you know me in that way of uh, you know, uh, is this worth it? Those are the big questions that you have to ask um, in these well, types of situations. Yeah, I think being an entrepreneur is, is is a challenge because you've got people around you who don't believe in you anymore when things Agreed. don't work. And That's very true. How you've got to somehow kind of compartmentalize that and still keep going, and then and then all of a sudden everyone loves you when everything's working. I'm like, well, yeah, not, isn't that funny? Around, right? Yeah. That's such a great point. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. but I, I'm ruthless. I, if someone's not with me, and I don't force them, but if they're not really with me and they don't believe in me, then what is the point? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because no. I need, you know, we need people to support what we're doing. Because to to take something from the brain, a raw idea, and make it come into this, you know, into this 3D world from from just thought is a mm -hmm. powerful thing, but one that requires enormous amount of you know, resilience. Exactly. Yes. And grit mm -hmm. and patience. Yeah. And, yeah. and more grit. And yeah. more, <laughs> more grit and more resilience and more grit. Yeah. And not only the not not only the individual that is fostering it, but everyone behind that person that's waiting, exactly. you know, and dealing with watching it from afar in some way. Agreed. Where, yeah. You know what I'm really disappointed by is the fact that you're doing this thing now because I'm cooking. Oh, no. <laughs> and now I've got to eat. So that means I, I can't come back on. For, uh, no worries, Ryan. Look, part, part one, consider this consider this the uh, teaser trailer, not even the full trailer. Of Brilliant. Of so we'll do we'll do plenty more of these. Yeah. Excellent. We've got one minute and 34 seconds. Okay, good. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm Absolutely. more than minutes and seconds. Um, <laughs> So, so, you know, I think, because people will say, well, how old are you? I said, because when they listen to me, they think, oh, you know, he's what, is 28 or something? Like, late 20s? And I'm, no, I'm in my 40s. What? <laughs> You've got too much energy. Exactly. Jesus, you're tiring me out. Right. I bet the listeners are tired out as well now. <laughs> well, that's, well, I've wondered, because, I mean, I think that, you know, the energy that we're bringing, and then now there's this yeah. dynamic of, of hey, yeah. there's other perspectives. But, Ryan, yeah. I think we're, in fact, I think we're the same age, which is fascinating. We are. Well, I'm 45, you know, you're 46. Exactly. And I, know I think my numbers. That, there you go. <laughs> perfect, perfect memory there. Well, it's in, and it's an important facet here as we roll into the last minute uh, before you yeah. have that luxurious dinner, as you said. But um, yeah, <laughs> well, what, what would be very interesting is um, subsequent ch chats that we have, whether you host it or we do, yeah. Uh, yeah. is I think areas around sustaining your spouse in a capacity where it, yeah. you, there is the lack of belief. That's yeah. a tough one because it can it can start to trickle into the romantic part of your life, and that's it very dangerous. Does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very very important part. Well, my friend, I know that a little bit of time yeah, left. Getting up in the morning, yeah. looking at your phone first, is not sexy. Yeah, don't do that, guys. Yeah. You can, no, 
Yeah. You know, keep the phone <laughs> no. in the bathroom and pretend you got to go, uh, you know, brush your teeth. And you're taking a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, Ryan. Well, you have a wonderful dinner, my friend, and we're going to have uh, another nice fellow up here. Nice talking to you, Ryan. Perfect. Ryan's great. And uh, we got Dr. Rao. I had the lo lovely conversation with him the other day. And uh, great to have you aboard here, Dr. Rao. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, kidding. Uh, hello, Brandy. How are Hi. you? Hi, Dr. Rao. Good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, I was treated for an afternoon uh, show like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. It reminded uh, me of the James Bond movies that we used to see, you know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, my friend. Yeah, if there's, uh, you know, uh, it's almost exactly that except it's just one woman <laughs> yeah 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 exactly. you know he became one woman guy after a while after the hiv and all that did you notice that yeah i can i can identify it worked yeah. out very similarly for me <laughs> exactly you know, i liked about the james round was he was very present he always yes. his feet right right yeah there was there was a you're right there was a there was a sense of um you know immediacy i mean this is i think what we enjoy watching about those those shows there's the exoticism of the locations and then yeah. the kind of work he's in but it's yeah. also the presence like you said he's in he's living his life out that's literally one minute to the next without you know that's what I, that's exactly you bring up a good point when i was saying our kids you know probably don't realize what an incredible experience they're having yet because it's normal to them and it's absolutely crazy to their friends you know their friends really are like how do you you know what is going like when when jordan disappears for you know two weeks to the yeah. southeast coast of spain <laughs> for something and then he comes back you know his friends are like what happened he's like oh it's no big deal it's just this this and this and they're like riveted you know listening to his stories and so it'll it's paying dividends for him now that he's a teenager more yeah. than it is when he was younger, obviously. So. Well, yeah, now he wants to go to the Nikki Beach parties and, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. and see the topless girls in, in France. And, you know, it'd be totally different now as yeah. opposed to when he was much younger. Yeah, the, the James Bond appeal, Dr. Rao, is starting to kick in full force yeah. for him at 16. Yeah, yeah no definitely. Doubt. It could yeah. be witness protection people. They go and hide, you know. Yes. To, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what's interesting, you know, talking about, I don't know if you heard the portion we said where we had yeah. a, a debacle with the hacker group, you know, we were mm -hmm. arguably in somewhat of a similar position where we were trying to be a little inconspicuous and take ourselves off social media and all that. And, you know, yeah. and now, you know, naturally, we, we know the risks, even with this, there, yeah. there's always, even if we didn't do what we did for a living, there's always a risk associated, but you know, you have to balance that, that back to entrepreneurial spirit yeah. without risk. There's no reward. You have to make those judgment calls. You know, we were talking about that the other day, you and I, which is that yeah. it's, um, it's inherently part of the human condition to yeah. seek out experience and, and, you know, interesting, interesting things. We, you were on the, the talk we had about adventurous path versus mediocrity, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you had such great points there because you were bringing the psychosomatic and the, the chemical, in, in you know and the spiritual implications of that which i thought was really interesting what are you filming in panorama wherever we went like i, I heard brandy said about uh, pyramids and all that were you filming in panorama um filming where again panorama uh, view you know the, uh, you can oh do. like uh, a panorama view at, at the at the pyramids you mean 
Uh-huh. You know what? The, the time that I was there last, we didn't. There were the devices didn't have that panoramic view. But I need to. That's a very good point. Next time, I'm gonna have to take my my. No, no. I, I, I was saying for you with an intention because uh, I was looking at your life with that lens. Yes. And few things stood out, and um, uh, I don't know. We have the time to go through all of that, but I will mention the words that uh, really uh, I kind of you know. Sure. One is homeschooling. Yes. Uh, you wanted to read the life knowledge. Right, right. exactly. And you are also saying uh, tiger. Mm-hmm. He's tiger taking, by the tail. Hey, yeah. Right? Yeah. He's riding the tiger, right? So <laughs> <laughs> those kind of things, I, I want to present a, a viewpoint, not just for you, nothing to address or uh, teaching a lesson or nothing like that, but sure. you know, Maybe the lessons that we are trying to convey to people, maybe we can look at from a perspective angle of modern life and where it was going, what it is uh, resulting in. And I know we look for our own family and our own uh, pleasures and uh, joys and all that. That's normally we do, right? But then they will break through and we think about the society, world in general, and humanity as a whole. And also, you know, generations of people and what's going to happen to the planet, all those things we think of too. Yes. Then, then we may be looking for something of a more adventure in the future too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. Now, and you, you know, I'd be curious on your opinion of something. So I was mentioning this to Ryan before you hopped on that I realized, I mean, speaking for myself, you know, obviously I think Brandy shares this, but she's probably had a better, keener sense of this than I did earlier than me which is mm-hmm. that it's about experience now. It's not like I'm not I'm not going to try to plow through on the journey and miss what mm-hmm. I'm seeing on the ride by trying to just focus on the destination, which is what I was very much doing before. Now it's about the ride. Yeah, uh, definitely the experience. What I'm saying is, are we trying to experience exposure to people who just want a limited life, like mm-hmm. uh, my pleasure, my joys and all that, or involving a larger segment of society? That's what I'm saying. No. Absolutely. And this is this application, for example, ah. is a conduit to that. And this is where I was explaining it, you know, yeah. when I told Brandy, like, hey, this is a really fantastic app because it allows yeah. us to have a conversation like with you directly. It's not just a casual passing tweet. This yeah. is a deeper conversation you and I are having in Brandy, right? It's a beautiful yeah. uh, interchange that is much more, there's depth and, and yeah. it's not a shallow kind of contrived narrative like i didn't you know, script what this I, what branding. i'm going to yeah. because there are so many other people are waiting uh, sure. i'm going to throw the words that we could take it up and discuss at length later on and i assume sure. that you have parts too right yeah. so i may come back after people are done okay uh, sure happy to so do that yeah one word is inward inward yeah. other word is um, true significance of education it's not one word, you know, one sentence probably. And also, uh, where are you looking your fulfillment? Mm, that's so a very important word. Inward, true significance of education, and fulfillment. See, and then large thing is planet health. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it's tied to us ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. also, what it is this uh, entrepreneurial thing to produce things or 
to uplift the human condition. Mm-hmm. Just think about it, and then uh, um, I know clearly what I wanted to say, but it will take some time. But I will come back, and I am also in the middle of something. Let other people talk. I mean, no I'll problem. Yeah, talk. and then I'm keen, uh, I'm keen to hear it, Doctor Rao, because I think Brandy Brandy has some. Ex- I mean, uh, it's resonating with her because you know she's yeah. she's got some interesting ideas, and I'll leave it for her sure. to share. But that's yeah. really interesting. Yes, uh, I mean each topic uh, it could be pretty extensive discussion uh, but we don't have to do all that we will sure. keep brief you know yeah, yeah. but no, nice absolutely. meeting you and then i said uh, i didn't pay the money but i saw a very nice movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome more to come there'll be multiple yeah. episodes thank you nice. dr Rao. Yeah. nice talking to you same i appreciate that he's always great he's very deep fellow you definitely have uh some depth there as far as I, he, the last conversation I had with Dr. Rao, he was tying together more metaphysical concepts and like the spirituality behind when we were talking about mediocrity of life. And he was talking about the whole adventurous paths. I mean, he has a, so I don't know that much about him, but I'm looking forward to getting to know him better. I believe he's a medical doctor in, in training originally, but then he's gone down a very spiritual path that he's brought together. So, um, but, um, up to you, Brian. Do you want to stay on the same mic with me, or do you want to hop back on that thing and go to the room and talk for a while longer on some other topics? Your call. Neither one. I'm okay. fine here. Yep. So people are welcome to join. If you guys have anything you want to... Oh, we got a guest here. So Daryl. Awesome. Let me pull Daryl in. So Daryl heard his name a few times. The ears were probably burning, so I wouldn't be surprised if you were you were alert up here. Uh, hey, Daryl. How are you, buddy? Hi, Daryl. Hello. Hey. How's it going, Brandy? Good. Jer- hey. Green. How yep. are you doing? Doing well. Good. Yeah. Between behind every good man is a wonderful woman. And it sounds like <laughs> yeah. that's the case here. <laughs> yes, sir. So, yeah. So, um, and, uh, you know, radical transparency, um, is, is so attractive. That's why, uh, Dr. Rao just said he got to watch a great movie there, uh, <laughs> that he didn't have to pay for. Right. Um, yeah, it's very addictive, right. To have people just say warts and all like, this is the relationship. These are the ups and downs. Yeah. Uh, so it was really, really uh, nice that you're sharing that in plain sight, especially when, you know, the irony is the contrast of what you had to go through, uh, with that whole, you know, hacker situation right? and, uh, to, to just sort of be out, it must be feeling very freeing, which, you know, I can't put words in your mouth, but it, it, yeah. it feels like it's like the kind of freedom that you've longed a little bit. Uh, definitely, definitely would say that. I think that, you know, we're working on the the tweaking and adjustment of how mm-hmm. we literally the conversation before we jumped on this this uh this um you know chat was what what is the medium to longer term goals and it's really hard to sort of plan those when you're you're sort of flying by the seat of your pants with hence the startup thing right which is you don't know mm-hmm. which directions things are going to take you but you know what is going to be the best possible scenario for all of us right because it's that and Daryl, you probably have a very similar situation. You know, you've got a puppy now. I know that, right? So yeah, you got to make some new adjustments to your life based on new, new, uh, per, new variables that, that 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 sort of new demands. New demands. Yeah, exactly the right mm-hmm. term, right? And yeah. you can't those variables. And this is the problem with um, where I was versus where I am now. And again, speaking for myself, I kind of uh, wasn't good at pivoting oddly enough great doing it with work terrible doing it interpersonally 
Uh, and that's weird because you think it's a skill that you have, you can apply it to all facets of yourself. No, you know, and it's, it kind of comes back to the thing that I was telling you and, um, Ryan in the prior chat, I'm good at context switching when it comes to work. One of the biggest arguments Brandy and I have too, is that I can be entirely one way when I'm dealing with uh, employees or customers or clients, and then I'll get home and I'll be like silent, tired, frustrated. And she's like, what the hell is this? You were just fine. You were just fine 10 minutes ago on the call with so-and-so and and now you come home and what am I just, you know, and you know, it, it, it gets the resentment builds and back to your, you know, the transparency pieces. And it's like, well, yeah, I context switched back to the tired version of me, you know, that, that is yeah. not falsifying the energy because I was candidly with the, maybe the, the client that I don't have, you know, and it's sad because then the counter fight that I would I would argue back as well. This is the real me. And she's like, I don't like the real you. I want the one that you were <laughs> sharing with the other, other people. One. And it was yeah. funny that, you know, and those, these are the things that couples hear a lot business or not. You know, I'm sure you I'm sure that resonates with a lot of people here. Yeah, I, it does. I, I mean, the thing is, is that, um, you know, everything in life is like where you focus your attention is, you know, what grows and it feels like, you know, when you're whirling dervish, spinning a lot of different plates, yeah, yeah. you shatter a lot of plates. And a lot of times it's, it's sort of the, the unurgent, but important that, uh, are the ones that fall that are most, you know, sad when they fall. Yeah. Um, but, uh, when it comes to like, you know, business and doing like you, you've done some high profile things and you've done a lot of things that are, you know, urgent, uh, maybe important, semi-important, uh, compared to your family. And so it's like, you're, you're, you're constantly playing whack-a-mole. Yes, and so yes. when you hit one, it, it just knocks down the family for that time. And so that just the, the candor and the honesty that you're exposing, uh, in this is good. And I think that, you know, people that have not done entrepreneurship, at, at any kind of scale, maybe like, you know, I mean, first of all, what 90 some percent of businesses fail. Right. But, but then, you know, how many people can keep a really successful business and keep a great personal uh, relationship with themselves and keep a great personal family relationship? I mean, what gives? I mean, yeah. there's so many things that can go wrong in that in that situation and you try to build a solid foundation in your family you've tried mm-hmm. to fill the as a partnership with your your spouse you try to build all these solid foundations and then at the same time it's just like well entrepreneurship takes you know 24 7 uh, 18 hour days yeah and you know what i mean or 24 hour, or seven day a week uh 18 hour days sometimes and it's just like what gives like it's it's so yeah. hard it is so hard to do what you've done and you know you got to give yourself some tolerance and you know it's nice that you guys uh are still like you know uh working at it and understanding of each other and things like that and and getting to understand better uh each other as you go through this journey so uh, totally. a lot of respect for that thanks daryl i really appreciate that um and, you know, one word we could have added into this and maybe we'll make it part of the part two conversation is and you bring you brought something up really important, which is the evolving nature of, you know, I've been talking about how I've shifted. I had the version 1.0, 2.0, now 3.0 cream, which is now I'm all about the experience. and I'm not wrapped up in the financial win as much as I was before. Um, that evolution of the relationship with Brandy and I has changed, too. Right now. Now it's like, all right. And and that is I think that's something that I'm, we're certainly not psychologists. Um 
but I think you hear that a lot. People say that things ebb and flow, right? Mm -hmm. you, you like the person more one day than maybe you will the next day. It doesn't mean you're going to hate them. It doesn't mean that it stays that way forever. Right. Uh, you have to kind of roll with the punches. Brandy said that mm -hmm. earlier. You kind of have to just go with it, uh, tolerate um, the patience level. And neither of us are very patient creatures. Mm -hmm. So it's been mm -hmm. a very interesting ride when you're both uh, needing to see results on the personal front and you're having to put that on, a, on the back burner at times, you know, and, and trying to temper resentment. Um, I know we're getting into some deep, deep things here, Daryl, but right. yeah. resentment's yeah. really insidious. It gets in the, in there and it just is hard to get that out. Um, mm -hmm. It's like without, trust. Yeah. yeah. Trust and resentment. Those are really uh, daggers in a relationship. They are. And then, you know, and then you're trying to, you know, Brandy and I have been really uh, unspoken about this, but we keep, the uh we keep it professional on the outside for for things because we know that's really what has to you can keep it keep it behind you know don't bring your laundry out in front of people that maybe rely on you for the survival of the business you know we keep these things very very professional it's another piece of this you see a lot of that i've seen couples mm -hmm. try to work together and it's an i mean you know you're like oop not get near that that's toxic you know you yeah. can see it a mile away and never talk bad about each other or, you know, the other person in front of other other people. Never fight in front of people mm -hmm. and never fight in front of our kids, or at least we try not to. Sometimes things are heated and, you know, mm -hmm. kids will mistake, um, you know, us like getting bickering. Yeah, for fighting. And it's not. It's trying to understand each other and come to a compromise. So we have overcome that with kids or, you know, cream doesn't ever really stop working. I'll, th I'll say that that was one of sure. our biggest problems was that he just doesn't ever stop. And I have, we, sorry, see, I have three kids <laughs> that I'm like, hello, there's kids here too. Like, I know that's your yeah. baby, but like, we have three babies here that are actually human beings that need attention too. Um, so yeah, there's lots of, you know, struggles, but it, it, it helps you develop that relationship and understanding of each other and you know, there are times where I feel like I'm everything in the house, right? I'm the mm -hmm. maid, I'm the cook, I'm the chef, I'm the doctor, you know, I'm like everything. I'm, you know, to the point to where I made him to start do his own laundry. It was like, <laughs> I am not doing your laundry anymore. It's, it's, it's just a magical thing that shows up for you, right? It's like, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it, it does get tough um, when somebody that's just so driven that they don't, they don't take the time to look around them and see what's collapsing. And I'm, you know, I'm trying to pick up all the pieces. Um, and sometimes I need that support too, to not fall down, you know, as well. But yeah, so it's tough. It is. Um, you know, we've had our ups and downs and some really harsh moments, um, you know, with parents dying and, yeah. uh, you know, and hitting businesses not succeeding. And, you know, you just, I think it was Ryan that was talking about, you know, people not believing in you and, you know, when things are not going well, they're not there. And, you know, fortunately, I think that I hope that, you know, I've always been there in ways and they weren't really the ways that he wanted. Right. So trying to understand that, too, and being there for someone isn't necessarily the way that they see it, but you're trying to be there. I, there yeah, there's just so much. That's a that's a good point. And, and Daryl, you're welcome if you want to come back up if you've okay, got time. sure. Yeah, um, I get a little time. No, no one in the queue. So we're in good shape. But yeah, Brandy brings up a really important point, um, which is that, um, you know, I um, had a I, I did. I'm, I'm speaking past tense here. I had a perception of what I saw as support. 
this is this is alignment i guess is what we're getting to just to set the stage of what i'm getting to here being aligned with what your version of support is with each other and what you you know needs are versus you know what the other person is ready to deliver it's that whole idea of are you appreciating the package that you're getting this it, it in even if it isn't exactly in the format that you'd expect and that's both ways i think you know while she was angry at me for not necessarily supporting the home front because I was absolutely buried with work. And I'm like, with you know, my view was, don't you see what I'm trying to do over here and keep this livelihood and this lifestyle up to the standards that we all appreciate. And it was this counterbalance there. And, you know, we kept talking past each other on that forever and years. Yeah. This is not like some new thing. And, you know, it still crops up every now and then, but it's gotten to be really a lot better. Hence the point about, you know, with, with Ryan and Dr. Rao and Daryl, you know, this from several conversations you and I've had, I'm just, now I'm just like, oh, cool. New, new Avenue, a uh, new, new experience, new chapter, um, maybe even new book, not even chapter that I can kind of mm-hmm. open up and start, which is, which is exciting. Um, you know, as Brand said, this is a new, uh, way to open up to the world. She's incredibly eloquent and has an incredible perspective of things. I think other people would benefit from hearing independently of me. This just happens to be our debut together. But I think that there's a lot of a lot of sound advice there for people that maybe, you know, could use that like, I'm going to kill my spouse, kind of, you know, like, (laughs) even though he thinks or she thinks they're doing the right thing for this family, they're not They're you know, in this, this, they're, they're clawing away something with the best of intentions, but it's destroying us. I've heard that a lot. Felt that a lot. Yeah. It's so nice to nice to hear both sides of you guys. And I've unfollowed you, uh, Kareem, and followed her. So All right. There we go. Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what do you guys think of this idea? As you were talking about homeschooling your kids, what if there was a wisdom junior for oh, kids yeah. and just like, you know, guided uh approved mentors just to kind of help kids through their their lives and through things i know it'd be tough to do because of privacy and all of these kinds of things but my goodness the advice that kids could give kids if that's what it was all about yeah it would be so exciting to see something like that oh i couldn't agree more we even Um, talked about that yesterday when um, we were talking about jordan being on or our kids being on and talking and, and you know hearing their challenges it would have actually even be good for us to hear, you know, because sometimes mm-hmm. they don't talk to us directly. Yeah. Um, so to be able to hear those challenges that they're dealing with would would be, I think, kind of eye opening for us as well. So I think it's a great idea. I do understand how it would be hard. But um, yeah, even, you know, Judy was asking, she's 10, but she's very mature for her age, you know, asking if there were other kids on there that she could get on and talk to. And Jordan was like, Oh, yeah, I'd have a lot to say. I'm like, Oh, gosh, <laughs> maybe I don't want yeah. you on. <laughs> That's an interesting idea because you're right. I mean, sadly, or it is what it is. I mean, the, the channels that exist now, Daryl, you and I know them well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're littered with, you know, right. everything that could be either useless or worse yet, bullying or, or negative. Uh, right. You ask your kids, where did you come up with this? We didn't teach you this garbage. Yes. It's like the internet. I'm like, Okay, I'm the one that pays for your cell phone. So let's adjust something there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You that's know, a great point. 
but but yeah, I mean, anyway. this is this would be really cool if there could be like uh, an account for those that are under a certain age that only they have access to, and some professionals or something like that that have access to kind of monitor and moder moderate it, and allow them to have these you know uh, discussions um, that that could be just like we're having here. But it would be so fascinating to be able to just listen to to those kinds of discussions. You know that kind of you know young fellowship if you will yes. uh where where they're guiding each other and um you know because i love listening to my kids echo some of the great advice and lectures of love that i've given to them to other kids right. it's nice yeah. it it's really nice to see when that's to me the uh, pinnacle of parenting obviously when your kids can make it as adults that's one thing but when you hear their kids nurture and um, advise other kids in a very healthy way it's exciting to watch yes it is. i agree that's absolutely true and you know like you said there there could be a really huge amount of insight that we could be gained with this where like we've, you know, we've been lauding this app for the fact that the, these are recorded. We can go back and reflect on them, and listen, mm -hmm. and scrub through them, and and see what's there. And man, the kinds of th I mean, look, we learn a lot from watching my daughter's Instagram, where she's a different person yeah. who's not shy at all. Who's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a little terrified of it because I'm like, that's not my little girl. Like she's starting to turn into little, little preteen. Well, scary, right? Like, what's mm -hmm. going on here? This is not what I saw five seconds ago. Who's you know the little baby, you know, girl that I know. I'm proud of her, but it's also like this is, and it'd be really good to have that insight. It, I mean, look, I know it sounds like I'm being spy here. Uh, sorry, old habits <laughs> die hard, but I do want to kind of know what what's on their minds, and and you know, it isn't going to always work to sort of listen and what they share with peers. And by the way, what you're talking about, I think, could be really fascinating. You're almost talking about almost a uh, modern day social Montessori system where, you mm -hmm. know, an elder group guides a younger group in right. a fruitful way. I love that idea. I think it's great, Daryl. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think the kids could really use positive kid influences. Yes. Um, and, and if that's what the whole theme and the nature of it is, um, this whole format where there's a discussion between two people and an audience, I think this is a perfect, um, learning platform for any, niche any age group um you know whatever it is and yeah, and i've yeah. even suggested uh, to dio that this could be a good platform for tutoring for like yeah. math and science and things like that and you could have teachers come on here and talk to students after school and help them with their schoolwork um and to talk about things like that so there's so many different things that you could use this same exact platform for and um you know, and I, I love the fact that you're, you know, doing experiential uh, teaching uh, to your children, you know, show them the pyramids versus having them reading the book that I love that. And yeah. uh, I can only imagine um, with the, the IQs in your house leading the way that uh, <laughs> they're, they're going to come come out really well. So thanks, Daryl. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. congratulations. And thanks again for your abundant transparency. It's um it, it is great. It's it's uh, really great also to see that uh, entrepreneurship isn't what you see on Instagram with the private jet and yeah. the guy walking around with his sunglasses on. Like <laughs> there's nothing right. nothing going on in his house. Like <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Come on. Yeah. yeah. All right. More than anybody else's. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I'll pause here, but thank you for for this, and we'll talk to you next time. You got it, Daryl. Nice Thanks again. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Awesome. Daryl's always great. Uh, I think everyone knows he's just an incredible wealth of knowledge. And again, our, uh, you know, team spirit here, we got a, a queue here. Wow. Uh, let me bring on Wendy here. Uh, haven't talked to Wendy in a little while and uh, really great conversation last time we chatted. And uh, Hey, Wendy, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. I, here's my two cents. <laughs> I, I, I so enjoyed listening to Daryl, Dr. Ralph and, and everybody on here. Um, and, and you and, and Brandy, because, ah, yes, we've been there, been those places. Uh, <laughs> let him do his laundry. Yeah. <laughs> My thanks, thanks Wendy, laundry. for popping on to, to share that validation. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my husband's always done his, you know, the long hours. We're doing the different time zones. It's, it's tough, you know, and, and we're always learning. We've been together a long time. And, um, but it, it, we're relearning things all the time and, and, and it's about communication, 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 um, yeah, and respect because resentment is bad poison. No. And, and yeah, and, yeah for us, you know, it, it uh, you know, I, I do find that, that he sometimes needs, I, I feel like he needs to be able to talk more and, um, he, he has brothers. And I yeah. said, dude, like, talk to your brothers, you know? And he said, well, I, I don't want to talk about you because then they won't like you. I said, okay, you can talk about me because they love me. So I don't care if they like me at the moment. Um, uh, you know, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, because if I know someone loves me and I've been in this family 30 some odd years, they do good, bad, and ugly. And, um, it's okay because you have to have an outlet too. And yeah. You you bring up something interesting, Wendy. I'd like to, you know, get your opinion on this because it sounds like you're touching on a, a topic that we uh, we didn't actually quite get to, which is good, and I, I intended to, which is how lonely we are as a family. We're pretty hermetically sealed off from a lot of folks, even our own family, in some ways. Right. Because, like I mentioned, they they see us as the outliers that kind of, you know, and then I hate to say it that we, you know, also every now and then feel like, uh oh, they're coming at us. They think we're the bank, you know, and that that puts a divide sometimes between us right. and people, other loved ones, because all of a sudden the dynamics changed when there was success and it ruined what was somewhat pure before. And to your point, you bring up an excellent one, which is that sometimes I think, I'll, you know, unfortunately I'm, I have far fewer family members left in my, on my side. Brandy's got a nice, you know, good extended family with cousins and everything. And, mm -hmm. and, but, but, you know, that doesn't make it better because she's like, well, you know, we're, she feels burdened with that. I'm speaking for her, but you know, would you say we, we're lonely at times? We don't feel as connected sure. with everyone as when we kind of. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, if you're kind of viewed as the bank, it becomes a bit old. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. So there's just nothing that, I mean, I don't know. I think that lonely, I tell Kareem all the time that he, well, he talks all the time. So like, he's constantly talking for work. And so whenever it comes to like going to find somebody to actually talk to about not work, he doesn't really know how to do that. Mm -hmm. Right. So it always comes back to work and it's come to that in our relationship as well. Um, right. Right? So we end up talking about work and, or the kids and that's really kind of it. You know, we get into really deep, um, like spiritual talks at times, right? And it's more so lately to where I, I think he's now seeing the, and I'm kind of going on different, I'm hopping around here, but he's now seeing the, um, where he needs to slow down 
and mm-hmm. kind of take in his his now, right? Right. Because like I, I, I one of the last like major, I wouldn't uh, fight, so you know, call it that. But um, was I was like, you, you know, your son's already going to be eight years old, and he does not know how to ride a bike. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> he needs his yeah. dad to help him help him there. Right. And so there are these things right. that like we all we all kind of go through and everybody needs their their um, outlet to talk. Um, and so Absolutely. Family, it's been a little hard on that on that front. Yeah. Well, it, it, we you know, I think our dynamic has been a lot the same. And I guess everybody's is the same, really, if you did a big pullback. Um, my family was all sideways and um i tried to rescue people it cost us a lot financially yeah (laughs) Yeah. and um but i stopped because i wasn't putting my husband first and i've done the same thing with my children and he finally said enough enough but um Mm -hmm. you know that was hard for me to do and uh, you know but and he has the big extended family that i'm like why are you guys not talking more i i mean yeah Oh, did we lose you, Wendy? Wendy, can you hear us okay? You went out for a sec. Uh-oh. Gone, gone into the matrix, Wendy. We're losing you. So, Wendy, we lost you for like about five seconds yeah, if you can hear us. So we lost it's a, everything you said there. For giving them permission to do it. I'm sorry? We lost you for about yeah. Five or no, six I'm, seconds. I'm actually being, so. let me maybe come back and see if that helps. You seem to be okay. back now. Am I yeah. Back? Nope. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess point is, um, you know, even being as as tight he is, I mean, his family's everything. His brothers, they they're very close in age. You know, he feels like there's those limits that he can't talk, and and I'm like, you can, because listen, I said I got me, um, and and I, you know. Vent to your brothers if you need to, because I have, I have women, you know, I have women friends, I can do it. And he doesn't. And he said, well, I will never talk mm. about you. And I said, it's okay. If you're doing it with someone who I know loves me, don't do it at work for God's sakes. But, um, you know, if you're doing it with your brother who knows me and it's just a vent yeah. and, because guess what? Their, their wives aren't perfect either. And it's okay. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. And that's true. It, that's, that's a, the loneliness piece, I guess I was getting to, because at some point you feel like you're, you're sort of in, in trapped in, in a cell with each other in some ways where it's like, well, you know, you see this, every, it, this is the other thing that's interesting is that like this app, for example, when I got Brandon joined on this talk, I'm like, look, this is cool. And I didn't say this out loud until right now, this is going to give us a whole new stream of things to talk about together. Sure. It's a new thing. It's a new adventure together that we Otherwise, you know, it's new. It's a new entrant that, that gives us and new stuff to talk about with the kids. Like Daryl's point about making something, you know, that could possibly benefit them. I mean, I'm really impressed with it because it's now provided a whole new way for us to interact with each other and inspire conversation. You know, we're going to be getting ready for dinner shortly. And dinner conversation will be about this whole talk we did, this inaugural yeah. conversation, which is great. And what it could turn into and what it could be. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and here... Here's my thought on that too, because I was listening to Daryl very closely, um, and and I I actually did look at, you know, maybe there being a therapist at some point, being you know a social worker at some point, um, mm-hmm. art therapy because that's my jam. Um, <laughs> school would take me too long. That's not where I am in my life right now. Sure. Um, but um, 
Nana's know. Let me just put it out there. We are the vault. <laughs> we yeah. are the vault. <laughs> it's that life experience that you know. Yeah. So yeah. my grandkids can come to me when my daughter's being. Uh, she's a wonderful mom, but you know she's very overprotective of her kids, and she has high energy that translates into stress. Um, but she's, you know, always on top of it. But they can chill here. I listen, and I, I again, Nana is the vault. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great um, title for a podcast, Wendy. If you don't have one already, that Nana is the vault would be great. That's it. That could be, yeah, because we that. are the keeper of the secrets. Because we respect everybody's perspective, and you know, I, I I'm huge about recycling. I'm huge about re, you know respect. I, I always feel like. We're, we're borrowing a space. Nobody owns mm -hmm. this space. Pretend like you do, but you don't. Um, so I think about my grandkids um, and I haul my recycling all over the place because my city right now doesn't really do it. So I haul it to another city. <laughs> so, wow. Oh, wow. That's, That's dedication. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, it, it, again, because I have to do the pullback and look at the big picture because yeah. I, those are things I just learned to do kind of on my own and you know it is what it is <laughs> that's, that's awesome. great yeah. yeah yeah so that's my my two cents for today <laughs> that's and, awesome, uh, <laughs> yeah well, i'm glad you got to meet brandy on this call uh, me too me too yeah and, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah it'd be great and, and i think yeah go ahead wendy yeah oh no i'm sorry and because i think i'm gonna drop out but i have told my husband before when he puts on the grumpy pants treat me like your client because you are amazing <laughs> with your clients so how about giving me that same, um, you know, <laughs> give me that same courtesy back. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, I can't tell you enough how, how many times I'm like, whoa, whoa, even her daughter. She in the the biggest thing for her and I'll know when she's talking about it because she'll like say, hey, Will, with this like real enthusiastic voice. And that's how Kareem would sound in the morning and talking to one of his employees and, and wake her up. And she's like, Hey, Will, right? Like she, he never says anything like that to me. It's never, Hey, Judy, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I know, Judy. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, it was so nice meeting you both together nice and I will drop out and go make myself some dinner. So take awesome, care. Right. Nice you talking too. to you. Wendy's awesome. Uh, great stuff. Well, guys, um, we're going to, Dr. Rao's back, love to have him on. And I think we're going to have that be the last guest. We've got to get going for dinner here after uh, this conversation, but really, really enjoyed everyone joining. And uh, hey, Dr. Rao, how are you? Yeah, uh, I'll be brief. I won't think. Okay. No problem, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering when you're homeschooling, you know, uh, you had more chance of really knowing the tendencies or aspirations or um, really uh, going after their heart. Uh, you should have seen that in the kids, right? Yeah, Brand, like, I, I think to your point, I, mm -hmm. the whole thing about knowing what they were naturally inclined to do was the goal of going to that homeschool approach rather yeah. than like Brandy was mentioning how Judy hates math to your, to your point. But she's she's very artistic. She's very expressive. She loves reading. Yes. Yeah. So I think to answer your question, and Brand would definitely know. You saw, uh, you've you've picked up on their qualities inherently. You're you're suggesting that earlier. So yes, the answer I think is very. We've definitely picked up on their tendencies and their natural proclivities for what they want to be like or do. Now more of the little ones I think than our older one. Our older ones are still trying to figure out a little bit more about what he's keen 
what he what his real interests are other than girls right now yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah but um yes because what i wanted to draw attention to not just you but everybody else including me is uh like kind of we try to approximate to the cog machine of the entrepreneurial world you know like make them really go after this uh, so-called sure. and all that instead of that if you can allow their perception to really come, they flower from within. And yes. that's a big task. And then uh, what you are trying to do with uh, sitting down with the kids with Brandy and you, uh, I think that would be wonderful to focus that way because the education as it is now, we consider it's a failure because people are uh, really not coming out of the school uh, completely you know, enthusiastic about their pursuit. Exactly. I know maybe economic pressures, maybe uh, pressures from the family or parents want to see their lack of fulfillment in the children, you know, that kind of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, a lot of money i seen of my friends and everybody uh, who have that, they develop this void at the end. Either, yeah. either now with the burnout and stress that I'm seeing, uh, the same job me and uh, them go, I have more uh, ecstasy energy at the end of the day, and they have more angry, more uh, resentment, more, uh, you know, kind of uh, don't want to do this anymore. Like, you know, mm -hmm. yes. not, not able to maneuver the things and all that. And other thing is, the kids, once they see that we are really reveling joyful in our own, whatever we are doing, I think that would be wonderful for them to aim for that too, you know. So exactly. I have so much more on the education, really, but I just want to put that uh, on there for you. Yeah, uh, no, it's it, good. Very appreciative that you guys came and opening up, uh, like, uh, you know, we are successful people, we did this, and then we're okay. No, we are kind of going through the human experience, and in this, if you can recall everything and if you have to go back and if you know what we are talking about now, you would have been much more uh, more inclined to implement those lessons, right? Yeah. So I tell my kids all the time, what we made the mistakes can be lessons for you. So <laughs> don't hear for mistakes and we, you can do, I'm a terrible money manager because I never bothered about <laughs> it. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't uh, uh, really ask for anything because inwardly I'm very fulfilled. There, that's that's that, that's a great one. You you know you left off the last conversation with the word fulfillment. Yeah, that is that is the key word in a lot of ways for what's. Um, if I were to have a single word associated with my goals right now, mm -hmm. is that yes? Because if the fulfillment of what you want to do is according to the truth and justice of the universal law and other people will also follow with you and then there won't be uh, any uh, friction there otherwise uh, raising the kids and then making them go and all those uh, practicalities uh, can be on one person rather than a combined uh, chore will be there and uh, why are we so diplomatic and so um, you know, uh, affable to our employees, but not to the other people. Like my wife is always with me working as a billing manager in the clinic, right? So we were always together. 
But then she knew even if I'm coming, every time she knew exactly where I'm going and she actively participated and promoted and supported that and I also did for her too. So that kind of communication can be, you know, edged up a little bit and then that would be much more easy for people to handle. Don't you think so? Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's the most important part. Like the undertone of this entire conversation yeah. has been, you know, our ability to speak each other's language appropriately yeah. Yeah. because you know when we met like that's why I, I was joking and i came up with it over the course of this conversation but i think it's accurate there was brandy cream 1.0 brandy cream 2.0 and brandy cream 3.0 <laughs> you know and we're still evolving yeah there? there'll be probably several other versions you know we were talking about what we really want to be where we want to be you know conceivably when we're we're grandparents like what happens then you know we're far away from that but the time will come and yeah, don't uh, don't misunderstand me. But what I was trying to do is the life experience I have with uh, coaching or talking to people, or really exploring the life at a depth that normally people don't do. Bring it right back into my family and everywhere. So like agreed. Okay, I have yeah. this understanding for about something very deep. This morning, I was telling my uh, wife, oh, this is what uh, I heard from this uh, uh, talk and all that. Uh, not the wisdom, but somewhere else, you know. And then mm -hmm. uh, immediately appreciated that. She grasped that. So that way, I'm not leaving her over there and then going to develop myself. We are like we are going and working a lot. This entrepreneurial, frantic pace, you know. That is, I will question that. I say intensity without tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting, yeah. usually a paradox. <laughs> it's a very important thing for the burnout thing because mm. we don't have to be so uh, tension because we have so many intruding thoughts coming in when we are doing something. Yes. So if you can work with that kind of hands and skills and everything, but with a silent mind. You know, it, did you catch the talk prior to ours with Ryan? Uh, about, you know, uh, I was there. Space. I was there. Yes. He was uh, yes. Uh, saying a lot of things about me, but, uh, you know, that was nice. But uh, we had a very good chat with him. So. That's great. Yeah. Cause, because, you know, over he brought up the word over being overwhelmed, right? And yeah, uh, I was uh, talking about the overwhelm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that happens. And that over, you know, independently overwhelmed or overwhelmed when it comes to the pressures or expectations of the family. And, yeah, you know, the, the, that's again coming full circle again to this resentment piece, which is dangerous. I uh, think we should teach kids about this overwhelm and how they can uh, avoid it, provided if they know how to be in the flow, how to be in love with whatever they are doing, mm -hmm. and how to not to allow these intruding thoughts other than what you are doing. Yes, yeah, because it's sabotaging. Yes, it is. You know, it is. It is really taking care of it. I think uh, Brandy, when she was talking about uh, the kid has to lend the bicycle and other, I think those are the real small pressures that we kind of forego because of some, you know, achievement that we want. We all do that, I know. But uh, I was uh, fortunate enough to go into this education in 1985, and my kids were born in 95 and 97, right? So by the time I was seasoned about what is the enhancement of human being, how to enhance the flowering of the human being from within what are the important things uh, at the early formative years you know yeah. otherwise they are saying by the time they are eight 
we are losing them for the society. Somebody else is uh, influencing them. And now much more so with the phone and everything with them. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's something that we've been really concerned with, which you know, Daryl brought this up of manage the access to these less savory places on the Internet because they really do. They can be really thrown into a, a spin. I mean, you know, we were watching our kids I've, perception of, of value and it's wrong, you know, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, 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 Dad was saying about the kids thing. Then I thought, it looks to me we are all kids right now trying to learn, learn some things here. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. We are. That's exactly right. I mean, we're all learning ourselves on, on this yeah. one. But uh, but Doctor, as always, this is always a pleasure. Uh, really, thank you for the time today. On, in both thank sessions. you. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice speaking with you. Excellent. Well, guys, thanks again um, for making it here, and and uh, we're going to be signing off here. Get get ready for dinner. But again, this is this is part one. Um, glad you guys could be introduced to Brandy, and again, uh, encourage her to jump on and do some independent ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm on my campaign trail with that. All right, there you go. <laughs> thanks. You have guys. a fan base already, so yeah. thank you, guys. It was a pleasure. It was fun. I am um, a little shy, so bringing me out and having me talk was enjoyable, and at least it broke the seal, right? <laughs> so <laughs> I can say now that I've done it, and hopefully it won't be so hard for me to get on the next time. Excellent. All right, guys. Have a wonderful evening, morning, uh, depending where you are. I know everyone's across the different uh, planet here, uh, and uh, we'll talk to you guys probably tomorrow on another uh, session, something or other that probably will uh, pit us uh, in, in the throes of some hard questions, hopefully, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll plow through them as honestly and as authentically as possible. Sounds good. All right, guys. Have a great night. Bye.